what's going on everybody welcome back to the final pick podcast i am your host zachary and i'm here with my co-host right beside me what's up guys i'm van and we are back with another video and we're going to kind of you know shift away from nba not too much has happened since the last time we have uh gone ahead and talked uh we had some summer league games but we'll get more into summer league on a later date um but i think it's a perfect time to start talking about the nfl season you know we're about a month away till preseason and I think it's a perfect time to go ahead and start previewing some teams. Today, we will preview the ASC and NSC West teams. But before we do that, we did have some major NFL news just yesterday as Baker Mayfield got traded from the Cleveland Browns to the Carolina Panthers. Obviously, the Browns brought in Deshaun Watson to be their QB for the next, who, who knows how long, could, could never play a game, could be 10 years, we'll see. But that's besides the point. Baker Mayfield has a fresh start with the Carolina Panthers. He got traded for a conditional 2024 fifth-round pick, I believe it was. So it might even be a pick that the Browns end up getting. And they also ate a lot of the salary, eating about $10 million of his salary to trade him. Uh, what are your thoughts on the trade? They are paying Baker Mayfield $582,000 to play against them in week one. So if Baker comes out there and wins this game, is going to be the best story ever. Uh, I think... I mean, obviously, when Baker news came out, we I thought he was going to go. I told you, I thought he was going to go for a second round, first round pick, late first round pick, because it's a quarterback. Quarterback's valuable. But uh, obviously, a lot of stuff has happened. He had uh, one of his worst seasons last year. Actually, his worst season was ranked 30th in PPR. Uh, but before that, he was a top 15 quarterback ranked all around. So I think it was a steal for the Panthers. And he was just injured last year. I think he's. I never, I never had a bad thing about him. I thought he was going to be good coming out of the draft. So I think it's a good pickup for the Panthers, and especially at that value. Yeah, I mean, we'll have to see how Baker rebounds from last year because, I mean, people kind of forget the first two weeks of the season before shoulder injury, he was playing some pretty good football. Like, I think he had, like, an NFL record for completion percentage through the first two weeks. Like, he was playing some good football. Then, obviously, he played through the shoulder injury. Overall, probably shouldn't have done that. But, I mean, he was – he, he had a bad year last year. He was pretty good the year before when they made the playoffs. And then obviously his rookie year, he had a good year. Um, but there is definitely some potential there for the Panthers. And with Matt Rule, he's obviously fighting for his job this year. And if I'm a head coach, I'm not trusting Sam Darnold or third-round rookie QB and Matt Corral to lead my team when my job is on the line. That's just not how I'm going to operate. Get Baker Mayfield, you know, who has shown actual potential in this league. Uh, he might have to be kind of more of a game manager role, but you know, the, the Panthers do have some talent. DJ Moore is a phenomenal wide receiver. Hope that Christian McCaffrey is healthy. You know, and I think you are also a big fan of Tommy Tremble. Uh, what his I am a big Tommy Tremble guy. In that offense. Uh, Robbie Anderson, I think, is on the decline. Um, we'll have to see. I, I don't think there's really anything between them two. I think it's just online talk, but we obviously all know about the social media comments Robbie Anderson had made about Baker Mayfield. Yeah, that that was old. Though. I don't, I don't, I don't care about that. Everybody talks uh, shit in the past, and and this always happens where it it lines up and it makes them look bad. But it has nothing to do with anything that's going on. But I, I I'm I'm not focused on Robbie Anderson. I think Terrence Marshall is gonna have a big big year. Yeah, uh, I've heard he, I've heard he has he's had a, he's had a great uh, uh voluntary camp. Uh, I heard he's looked a, a lot better than he did last year. So I think he takes a big step. I think they had a great rookie class last year with Tommy Tremble and um. Terrence Marshall, I think those are, are going to be the guys that step up big and one more player. They got Rashad Higgins there, don't they? 
Uh, I don't remember where he went to. He might have went to Carolina. I think he went to Carolina. So that's a Brown uh, Brown reunion right there. That would be. And, you know, I mean, some of the Rob Anderson stuff, I don't know how good his relationship is with Sam Darnold, but obviously he played with him in New York. That Those posts before might have been more of a backup my QB than a shot really at Baker. But, I mean, Terrence Marshall looked pretty good in preseason last year. Obviously, I didn't really translate to the regular season. But, you know, with Baker, like I said, if Christian McCaffrey is healthy, you know, Trevor Hubbard is a good backup running back. They can rely more on the running backs than Baker to produce for them. Now, I don't think Carolina has the best roster overall. I mean, with McCaffrey, with DJ Moore, with some of these complimentary pieces, Baker Mayfield does have a good team around him to produce again. But at the same time, he also had a good crew back in Cleveland. He had Nick Chubb, who might be the best runner, as in running back, in the NFL, arguably. It's up with him, Derrick Henry, Jonathan Taylor, so on and so forth. Um, uh, The best offensive line in the NFL. Definitely not going to have that in Carolina. Nope. And, I mean, DJ Moore, I mean, he might be the best receiver he had. I mean, obviously, Odell wasn't as good as what you hoped for him to be. Odell might have still been better than DJ Moore, like his first year with them. But nonetheless, DJ Moore, as compared to last year, is going to be the best receiver he's had in a year or two. Um, so, overall, I'm excited for a fresh start for Baker. I think that's just something that he needed. Um, and one other thing with Carolina that's kind of funny is um, it's it's a known story. They're offense coordinator right now. Uh, before the draft, when uh, Baker Mayfield was drafted, he ranked Baker as QB6 in that draft. Obviously, went first overall. So, I don't think that's a big deal. They might have both gone over it, but I know that uh, he was publicly said Baker Mayfield was QB6 in that draft. Yeah, I, I don't go too much into that. I, I don't I don't like when old stories catch up to the players. I mean, it makes them look stupid at the moment, but it, it it's them backing up what they have at that moment, and you can't really hate on the player for that at that point. But uh, what, what, I wanna, what I wanted to talk about was um, week one is going to be very fun. And it's well, not even the bad games because we got two reunions this year. We got Seahawks versus Russell Wilson on Monday Night Football. And then we got Baker Mayfield now. Hopefully he, sh- he should be starting. There's no reason he shouldn't be. Uh, yeah, if he's not starting, yeah, there's that's no on Baker. That's, that's on Baker. But it, it should be Browns versus um, Panthers. And we know how Baker Mayfield is when he gets heated. We've seen him against Kansas. I want to see that Baker Mayfield against the Browns. I would yeah, love I, to see that. And I mean, it'll probably be Jacoby Brissett like Cleveland Browns. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it should be a much more competitive game in that sense. Um, then if Browns got a better Fox. roster, though. Oh, yeah. They, they should still be the favorites. In yeah. my, um, but that's still a while away. We have to see what goes on with a bunch of other stuff that everybody probably knows what I'm talking about. I could probably guarantee that Brissett will be the week one starter. Um, but that's not a conversation for today or a conversation nope. I really want to have about in general. Not going to have but, that conversation. But the conversation for today is the AFC and NFC West. And to start off the bat, I'm going to talk about the AFC West because um, why not? Uh, it might be the best division of football. Probably, in my opinion, is the best division of football. I mean, the, f- the fourth best team in that division could probably be the best team in some other divisions. Like, this division is crazy stacked. But before we talk about each team individually, I'm going to ask you to go ahead and rank the four teams in the AFC West from best to worst. It doesn't have to be necessarily a record prediction, but from best to worst talent-wise. All right. So number one, Chargers. I'm not going to go into it. We'll go into it later. Chargers one. Two, still the Chiefs. Three, Raiders. Four, Broncos. All right. That's interesting. Um, I have the same number one team as you. I got the Chargers number one. I got the Broncos number two. 
Um, I, I just really like the Russell Wilson addition to them. Number three, I have the Chiefs. Um, and number four, I have the Raiders. And it feels weird. It feels wrong having, you know, the Raiders and Chiefs at the bottom two. But that's just more of a product of how good that division is rather than those teams itself. And we'll get to later why I kind of have each team there. Um, but let's go ahead and start at the top. We both had the Chargers number one mm-hmm. uh, team in the AFC West. And I will say this. I have the Chargers number one, but I have it more due to talent than maybe how I think it will translate onto the field in a sense. Um, sure. The Chargers, I, I feel like many times I've said to myself, the Chargers are the winner of the offseason. And then they don't produce in the regular season. Now, not that's going to be the same case this year, but I mean, Chargers, they got one of the best QBs in the NFL, Justin Herbert, probably top five QB in the NFL. Um, and I mean, last year, I mean, he played like a top five QB. Um, they were, uh, he was third in the league in passing yards, I believe. Um, they were top five points per game. Um, but the one thing with their offense, not necessarily the offense itself, but I think Brandon Staley is a hell of a coach. But I do think the way he coaches will cost you early season games and probably playoff games eventually. He takes a lot of risks. Sometimes those risks, well, I think it's more of a season by season thing. Those risks are going to work out for you a lot. Some seasons you'll have a higher record because of it, or sometimes they're not going to work out for you and you might miss the playoffs kind of like last year because of it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because like he, he goes for like fourth and eight in the first quarter on your own 30. Like some of that stuff's just not called for. I remember yeah. doing that once last year. So his coaching style, it could definitely help. I think it's going to cause a team like the Chargers to either play a lot better or a lot worse than their actual talent itself. But based yeah. on season, my season game by game. So what I wrote for the Chargers is I wrote, they're the best roster on paper in football right now. And I don't think it's close. You look at the football. roster in football, in, in the NFL. Obviously. I don't think XFL rosters are matching up. But the, <laughs> the roster is amazing. It, you look position by position, they have somebody that of a name that you know or a, a high draft pick. So uh, on paper, they should be the best team in this division. But like you said, um, if they don't make the playoffs slash win the division, there's got to be an inside problem meaning it's got to be coaching or the stats aren't showing the true player. Um, and Justin Herbert mainly. But I don't, I'm not knocking on Justin Herbert. It's just got to be an inside problem if they don't win a division this year because they do have the best roster in the NFL. I truly believe that all around. Uh, they have no weaknesses on paper. On paper doesn't mean anything. They could go out and lose any game, but they can't be losing those stupid games this year like they did last year. They had a couple of dumb losses. They should be a playoff team and should win the division this year. There's no excuse for it. Yeah, and I mean, the one thing with the Chargers is, at least when I'm a team last year, like Austin Eckler is a great running back, mm-hmm. but he's a much better pass-catching running back than a actual running back itself, right? They were number 21 and 21st in the NFL last season in rushing yards. I think in order for them to be at their potential, they need a better balance between their passing offense and their rushing offense. Um. And also defensively. Now, they did add, I mean, first of all, let's talk about their additions on defense because they made a lot of them. They added Cleo Mack, they added JC Jackson, Sebastian Joseph Day, Kyle Van Noy, Bryce Callahan. My one problem with those is, I mean, a lot of noise. Yeah, I mentioned Kyle Van Noy. Oh, yeah. Did you mention the problem with them? Kyle Van Noy, the problem. But I, I wanted to say, like, their past defense last year wasn't a big issue. 
they were mm-hmm. like at, at the top third in the league last year in pass defense. Obviously, I think those additions should be able to definitely help. Um, Cleo Mack should definitely help because they weren't very good at getting to the QB last year. But their big problem was their run defense, right? They mm-hmm. were third worst run defense in the NFL. And Sebastian, they will help, but I don't think he will be able to fix their, that problem. So teams are going to be able to run all over him this year. And I mean, just think at the top of my head, I mean, I know the Broncos. Clue Max, Clue Max not a bad run defender either, though. He's not, but he's definitely not what he used he's to be. He's more of a pass rusher. The Raiders sure. or even his early years with the Bears. He has declined a little bit. Not a huge fall off, but he has started to hit that decline. Uh, we'll see yeah. how productive he is this year. I have a question. Do they yeah. still have Chris Harris? They lost Chris Harris. They lost Chris Harris. What team did he go to? Is still a free agent? I think he's still a free agent. I know uh, when I was I was looking some stuff up, and I know that I saw that he wasn't on the roster anymore. I yeah, I saw that too. I don't know if he won anywhere though. But they got Bryce Callahan too. They got Bryce Callahan. Yeah, uh, and obviously J.C. Jackson, Sante Samuel had a pretty really good rookie season last year. And so, next- so who's? I'm sorry to interrupt you. Who's playing outside for them uh, across from J.C. Are, I thought those were both two kind of slot corners. I know Bryce Callahan's a slot corner for sure. That so. pressure on Sante Samuel's going to play on the outside for them. Okay. Yeah. He's a little undersized, but yeah, I guess that works. He's a, he's a lockdown. Yeah. And then you got Derwin James back there. Maybe. Nasir Adderley? Yeah, Nasir Adderley. I love Nasir Adderley coming out of uh, Delaware, right? Delaware, yep. Yeah. But I mean, Derwin James is maybe the best defense back in football, maybe right behind Jalen Ramsey. But like, that guy is an absolute stud, in my opinion. Derwin James is an absolute stud. As long yeah, as he's a, field. he's a stud, but I don't know about second best DB. I don't know about all that. There's a lot of good ones. It's a lot of good ones, but I think he's the best safety. And I think Ramsey's the only one who might potentially be better DB than Derwin James. Like I said, as long as he's healthy, because he's obviously had his injury issues yeah, um, in his career. Um, but yeah, Cleo Mack, Joy Bosa will be a very good pass rushing duo. I just really wonder, like, I have to look at their schedule to go ahead and see, like, what type of uh, teams they're playing this year. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if they're playing against, you know, a, teams with really good running backs, that could definitely be a big problem for them. Like, So, uh, let me I'm pull it up real quick if you have anything to say. Uh, no, I just I, – they have no reason not to win this division. It's ridiculous. The, the team they oh, have – I wouldn't say that. No, they have no reason. I don't care. I know the Chiefs. I know it's the best division in football. I completely agree with you on that. But they have no reason. They have no reason. And we'll get into these other teams after this, but they have no reason on paper. And they're su- supposedly having the best coaches. They think Staley's a great coach. There's no reason for them not to be winning this division this year. They, they are head over heels better roster than any team in that division. And it's not close. They, they should win it. Every position has a player you know that had a great year before or was an all-pro at one point. They have an amazing roster on paper doesn't mean anything but they need to prove that they need to back up that roster on paper i look at the schedule they do play the Colts this year with jonathan taylor they do play the titans this year with derrick henry they play the the um the browns this year with nick chubb so they play arguably the top three running backs in football they also mm-hmm. do go up against the um the niners as well, who we know is always very good at running the ball yeah. but besides those teams they really don't play a lot of teams that give me too much worry um, running the ball, so maybe that won't be a major issue for them uh, compared to last year. Mm-hmm. But that, and also just the ability, just them being so one-dimensional on offense, just passing the ball, Justin Herbert, especially with the O-line not being the best, 
that does give me some worry with the Chargers. Like, they might be the most talented team, but they might not be the best all-around team. That's their one weakness is right tackle, but they do have that all-pro left tackle already, so. And he's, Charles Slater's a monster. He's a monster, and he's our, he's younger than Justin Herbert, so that's just scary. So, the Slater ain't going nowhere. You got Storm Norton at the right tackle. They cut Bulaga. So, that's their one weakness on paper. I was going to talk about it, but that's not his blind side either, so I don't know much that impacts, but still. Uh, they have a Filer at the left guard, Zion Johnson at the right guard, and Corey Lindsley at the center. So, on paper, I mean, Filer's okay. Zion Johnson was one of my favorite guards in the draft, probably my favorite guard in the draft. We have and, to wait and see plays. Yeah, for sure. And then Corey Lindsley, um, he's an all-pro. So, they, they should – on paper, be fine. It's it's just they should be improved. They should be yes, improved for sure. But obviously, it's a wait and see thing with that. Um, and also, they'll add Gerald Everett to the tight end room. Should be a nice little addition for them to be next to Mike Williams and uh, Keenan Allen. They also got a uh, McKitty and uh, Parham. They had him already was- though. Don't up on him. Huh? There he had him though. I know. I was just saying that's who they have in the tight end room. Didn't, uh, who they have last year? Jared Cook. Yeah, he didn't get signed either. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I'm not a big fan of Gerald Everett, but it's whatever. I don't think you need an explosive tight end in an offense like that. Yeah. So let's go ahead and move on to the team that won a division last year. They are number two for you. They're number three for me. The Kansas City Chiefs. Obviously, they got uh, my opinion. I, I don't know about you, but Patrick Mahomes, best QB in football. You still are. I know some people try to say other people. I still think it's Patrick Mahomes' best QB in the NFL. And they obviously had a major loss this offseason. They lost Tyree Kill. And I'm going to be completely honest with you. I think it's going to hurt maybe early in the season. But I don't think it's going to be that big of a loss as some people might think. Um, now, I not don't know it's going to be a big loss. But, I mean, it's not Travis Kelsey there. You know, Travis Kelsey is a pretty damn good receiver himself. They added Juju. They added... Marquez found a Scott Link. They drafted Scott Moore, and I was a big Scott Moore fan uh, at the draft. I don't know how productive he's going to be this season, or at least early in the season. Mm-hmm. But overall, they still have Miko Hardman as well. Yeah, and so I mean, they got a group of receivers. Ho- hopefully for them, one or maybe two can emerge. And they also got Josh Gordon, by the way. Who knows? Maybe he has a resurrection of his career. And they got uh, Cornell Powell and Justin Ross, two guys they're very high on. I've heard over there. Hey, if Justin Ross is healthy, he maybe he he's could, a ball player. I mean, he didn't have his best year last year with Clemson, but obviously he's had some crazy injuries that uh, it's remarkable he's even in a position to be on an NFL roster. I'll just say that. But yeah, I, I agree. But he, but then again, he went from T Law to how do you pronounce the guy's name? Uh, DJ Ujulele. Nah, I, I don't get how people are high on that guy. But we're not going to talk about that here. That, that's college football talk, but I, I don't understand how people are high on that guy. I'm not blaming him for Justin Ross, but he didn't have a good year, point blank. Yeah, and I mean, the Chiefs, obviously, you got Patrick Holmes. Your pass game's going to be fine. Let's, let's be real. Terry mm-hmm. Kills could be a loss, but their pass game's going to be all right. Um, And it seemed like they tried to make some additions to the run game this year. They obviously added in Ronald Jones to the mm-hmm. backfield. He's not necessarily the greatest running back, but you pair him next to Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Uh, they lost Daryl Williams. But those two should be a decent um duo back there. Not gonna be nothing earth shattering. They're gonna be they're gonna be a rotation group. It's gonna be a party. Uh they also have Derek Gore who had a, a couple of games last year. 
still there. Mm-hmm. Um, the main thing about them is I, I was agreeing with you. I don't think the receivers is going to be a big impact. That's all anybody's focusing on is the wide receiver group getting losing Tyree Kill. Yeah, that's a big loss, but they added two decent receivers to replace it and drafted one I really liked. So I my my big um what I was big on for them this year was the safety group. They went from Tyron Matthew and Daniel Sorensen uh, to Quan Thornhill starting now and Justin, uh, Reed. Justin Reed. So I I don't know if that helps them, but it definitely does add size. And don't get me wrong, Tyron Matthew was the best safety in football. I don't know if he is now, but he was. And, and I, I, you're not as high on Tyron Matthew as I am. That man was an IQ master. He wasn't – and he also would blame Daniel Sorensen for every deep bomb, but that was the Chiefs' problem last year. They would get these high-scoring games like they usually do every game. They're, they're a high-powered offense. And then they'd give up the same thing on defense. So I think adding a little size, and they added some speed there on the, the safety group, um, as well as drafting Trent McDuffie, who I'm very high on. Really? Across from, yeah, I love Trent McDuffie. And they added him uh, next to Legarius Sneed, who's a very solid player. Mm-hmm. They got a very upgraded DB group, in my opinion. And uh, – they lost Ingram, a veteran, but added Karloftis. So it's I feel like they're just all around. I think their defense got way better. And that's my big point on them, not even their offense. I think they're going to be fine on offense. It's Patrick Mullins and Travis Kelsey with uh, Bellamy and Andy Reid's playbook. So I think they're fine. And I think everybody's sleeping on them, and they shouldn't be because they're going to be still a dominant team in football. I'm not sure how I feel about their defense. I'm not the biggest George Karloftis fan. Um Justin Reed, I think, is more named in his production. But, mm-hmm. I mean, with uh, Ty-, Ty Matthew, last year I felt like he was playing hurt. felt like he wasn't playing as good as he probably sure. has before could have. Uh, not that he was bad uh, necessarily, but that's just the way I kind of felt that he played. But, I mean, the one thing, like their defense gave up a lot of um, yards last year. Teams were kind of be able to go all over the field on them. Mm-hmm. But they were able to take, the, take away the ball at a high level last year. And my main question is, is that going to be something that can carry over? Because turnovers, something like turnovers are fluctuate year by year a lot. Sometimes you can be very high, sometimes you can be very low. Kind of just uh, have lucky kind of in a sense your For team sure. is. So that's my one thing because if you look at it, because I, I, I had all these stats, right? They're 27th total yards, 27th passing yards, 20th in rushing yards, the defense stats. But they had the fifth most takeaways, which all that together gives you the eighth best uh, – scoring defense. So they mm-hmm. obviously let people score a lot on them, but in the red zone, they were able to, you know, stop teams in the red zone and they were the force a lot of turnovers, which honestly, in my opinion, is the key to success. Um, but I mean, the secondary does look good. Uh, I, I do like Dorn Hill. Sneed, I thought had a really good year last year. And then Trim Duffy, he's a, he's a rookie. So we got to see how he performs. They're but younger. The looks better. They're younger. They're faster. That's what I think they needed. They have Nick Bolton and Willie Gay on the defense. They're just young all around. They still got Chris Jones as the um, the Pro Bowl nose tackle. They're, they're just they're a really good team on paper as well. Not as much as the Chargers, but you don't have a Patrick Mahomes in in LA. I don't care what you say; it's a different level. So, I I, I think what their focus was this year is they know they're losing Tyreek. They can't pay him. So let's get younger. Let's replace Tyreek with what we can replace him with which they did. They did a fine job. I don't think they did terrible. And they got that defense way younger and way faster, which is, I think, what they needed, or at least what they needed from a third-person uh, view. 
So it's un- completely unpredictable. You can't you can't say they're going to be amazing on defense, but I think they definitely improved on defense. Oh yeah, I mean sometimes just revamping the defense could be what it is because like I said with those stats, I mean you obviously want the stats to be lower. Also, yeah. they didn't get a lot of sacks last year as well. They just really were able to stop teams in the red zone and force a lot of turnovers. So kind of revamping that defense could be make it better overall all around, right? Yep. Um, next team, team I have second and you have last, um, the Denver Broncos. Now, I'm very high on the Broncos. Last season, I felt there was a lot of winnable games for them. They just haven't have Teddy Bridgewater at QB. Um, being able to add Russell Wilson, I think, is going to do wonders for the Broncos. Obviously, he's coming off of one of his worst years of his career last year. A lot of it had to do with injuries. A lot of it just had to do with, in my opinion, bad coaching, bad personnel around him. Obviously, had a great wide receiver duel last year with him, Russell Wilson. But, I mean, I don't expect too much out of a guy that is on a bad team that their whole entire offense is run first down, run second down, bail me out third down. It's just not key for success. And I feel like the Broncos, who have Nathaniel Joseph now QB, um, we, um, that's Nathaniel Joseph, um, Nathaniel Packett, uh, um, head coach now. Um, and I mean, we got to see how he go goes ahead and performs that head coach. Obviously, he was the office coordinator for the Packers last year. Um, but overall, I mean, they got, a nice running back duo with Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams to take the load off of Russ. Hopefully it's not uh, as bad of a situation as he's been in before as he's got to bail them out. But I really like their receiving group also. I'm a big Corlin Sutton guy. I think he has the opportunity to have a big year this year. Tim Patrick's solid receiver, Jerry Judy. Um, I don't think anything's going to happen to him, like suspension-wise. I know he was arrested, but... You know the NFL, they are sometimes with suspending people for dumb stuff like that. But if he can, you know, play to his potential, you know, um, don't drop the ball as much. He can have a big year himself. I think the offense has a lot of talent now that they have Russell Wilson at QB. And then we know their defense is amazing, right? The defense had allowed the third fewest points per game in the NFL last year. Um, it, I mean, just add a decent QB to that. That's an easy playoff team. Yeah, I agree with you. Like they added Russell Wilson, and you're you're thinking they go from that to a playoff team. But I feel like it, it's it's probably the worst division for Russell Wilson to get traded to. It's because we already said this; they're the best division in football. And I don't know. I I wrote for the Broncos. I said can win any game and can lose any game. I, I just feel all around. I just feel like they're whatever. I feel like their front seven on defense is, is okay. I mean, they added DJ Reed from the Niners. They added Alex Singleton, who I'm very high on. He's a very underrated player. He gets the job done. Uh, but they also lost Shelby Harris in the trade uh, with uh, Russell. Uh, Bradley Chubb wasn't even playing last year that I remember. I think he was injured most of the year. But uh, it, it's just – it's more of a – I think they're on the Raiders level to where Raiders – you could they'll be in every game. I don't think there's going to be a game where the Broncos or the Raiders are getting blown out. I think they're going to be in every game, but I think they're going to lose games that they shouldn't lose. It just happens every year. And there's always those teams that uh, are always like that. And it's usually the Raiders, but I think the Broncos are going to be in that same group this year. And um, 
Um, I'm, I'm not huge on the Broncos, to be completely honest. It's not that they're a bad team. I think they'd be the best team in another division, like you said. But uh, I just think I think in this division they come in third or fourth, and I don't think it's close. Uh, the Broncos, I feel like, are a very safe team because I feel like they're mm-hmm. they're they're going to win a lot of games. Like there's um, their defense is just too good to have them lose. It, I mean, with Russell Wilson QB, I think there's no way they have a losing record, personally. There's no way I see that. They had, I think, seven wins last year. And I mean, don't forget, Bradley Chubb, like you said, is going to be back. They also had Randy Gregory next to him, who is a good pass rusher. Not elite, but a good pass rusher. He's definitely going to help since they – He's still going to help, nonetheless. I mean, he is, he but, is. But I don't know who, who's their edge rusher next to him last year. Um, Bradley Chubb just wasn't traded. playing. Yeah, but um, – but it's going to help. They didn't get to the QB at a high rate last year. And also, they did lose Shelby Ayers, but they did bring in DJ Jones, who I think is a really good replacement, a really DJ good run Jones. defender. Um, I think he's going to be a very good piece to that defense. And, I mean, the Broncos, like I said, I mean, I, I personally am very high on them. I mean, if any of these teams really, maybe not the Raiders, if you told me that they can make a Super Bowl run, I'd believe you because that the, the, these teams just stack stacked. But I just don't no. see a person. I don't see any weakness at all in the Broncos. Like when you talk about uh, the pass game, run game, on offense and defense, I just don't see a weakness in there like I see with like a Chargers linebackers. And 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 because Alex Singleton, I looked on them. They besides edge rushers, they're inside linebackers. He's good. Like, I like Alex Singleton. But besides that, they don't have really anybody that's amazing. But uh. Well, they got jo- Josie uh, Jewel back, right? Josie like Jewel, him. yeah, but isn't he an edge? No, nah, he's a linebacker. Okay. Well, anyways, one thing you're talking about is the defense was top three last year, right? Mm-hmm. Who was their head coach? Oh, the head coach was uh, Vic Fangio. The defensive-minded Vic Fangio, that guy? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and you traded him for an offensive-minded guy. So it, it's, it's kind of like pick your poison. So mm-hmm. I think their defense is going to be way worse than it was the last year. And their offense is going to be way better than it was last year. Obviously, you added offensive-minded head coach and Russell Wilson, a top-five quarterback. Um, they're going to be better on offense, but I think they're going to take a hit at defense because of that as well. But I will say something about the defense. Pat Sertain is going to be a top-ten corner this year in my my predictions. He's so good. I, I mean, he not already. No, he's not yet. Come on. Top ten? I think it's, I think he's already top ten. No. We're going to have to make a, a TikTok on that, my boy. I don't I know think- about that. I think Patrick name- has earned earned top ten ranking. No, I can name ten corners better than Pat Sertain. Name, t- name ten corners. All right, let me pull it up. Jalen Ramsey. You gotta put the fingers up. You gotta agree with me. I, I don't have to agree with you. Just name ten corners. All right, Xavier Howard, Marshawn Lattimore, Jalen Ramsey. Uh, let's go. Um, Marlon Humphrey, Jair Alexander. You got. Darius Slay's there, Tredavious White, Denzel Ward. Uh, who else we got? I, I think that's ten already. To be completely honest, you're at like six or seven. Definitely not six or seven. You can't count. Maybe maybe Stephon Gilmore. He hasn't been healthy. Uh, see, I'm trying to look up some. AJ Terrell is debatable. I think Sertain's personally, in my opinion, he's better than him. But everybody's gonna have AJ Terrell over him. Uh, who else we got? I'm, I know I'm missing some big name ones. See, you should have told me to prepare for this because I know. 
you're the one who brought it up. I did bring it up, but I'm telling you right now, he's uh, even if he if he if, all right. So you already have him as a top ten, so that just helps my argument. If anything, I think he's solidifying himself as a top ten, but I don't think he's top ten yet. But I think he has got all the all the assets to be a top ten cornerback. The, the size, the speed, uh, the man and zone coverage. He's going to be a beast. Uh, J.C. Jackson. I don't think he's better than him, but some people do. Uh, and then uh, I don't know about that. I think J.C. Jackson's overhyped. Do you think Kenny Moore is bad in Sertain? No, no, no. Okay, thank you. All right, he's not. All right, so I named about like nine or ten. But yeah, he's. I guess he's already there. But I think he solidifies himself as a top NFL corner. Yep. And then the last team to talk about in this uh, division, the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Obviously, they had some pretty big pickups. They uh, they got rid of uh, Yannick Ngakwe uh, to bring in Rocky Sin, and in the process of that, they cleared up room to bring in Chandler Jones. Um, they also got a pretty good wide receiver, if you ask me, on that team. Uh, have you heard of the guy named Devontae Adams? No. No. Where is he from? Uh, he, he played for Green Bay last year, you know. In college, he actually played uh, with the QB of the Raiders at Fresno State. Oh. Uh, what number does he wear? Uh, where's number 17? You know, some people oh. might consider him the best receiver in football. I, I don't know. But, um, but yeah, uh, they got Devontae Adams, you know, big-time trade, big-time contract, um, and big-time compensation to give up for him. Um, and that is a pretty good receiving room now. You got Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro um, for Derek Carr. And, you know, the Raiders last year were six in passing yards. Probably will go up now. Um but they also did uh, get a new head coach. Obviously, John Gruden got fired or did he resign early in the season? Either way. Um, and they had to get a new head coach. And they brought Josh McDaniels, who has had some history um, as being potential head coaches. Obviously, he was with Denver back in Tebow. Didn't have the best time there. Went back to New England. Great offices in New England. Uh, agreed to a job with Indianapolis Colts backed out of it and now he is here and has signed a contract to be that coach uh with the raiders um what do you think of josh Daniels as that coach of the raiders I, I, it's a it's an eh signing i don't know i don't think he's too great i don't think he's too uh i don't think he's bad um but my main thing is you said earlier you could see everybody but the raiders being a contender in this division why aren't the raiders a contender they made the playoffs last year Right. And I, don't get me wrong. I'm not on that boat. I'm just trying to wonder what your mind's like. I think anybody's a contender at this point. That's that's obvious. Um, but the Raiders made the playoffs last year, almost won a playoff game against a team that made it to the Super Bowl. And then they added Devontae Adams, traded basically Chandler, Chandler Jones for Yannick Ngakwe. I know it wasn't that trade, but I'm just saying that's the same position. And then they added Rocky Sin. I mean, they got better. There's no doubt about it. They definitely got better. But there's a few reasons why. And even though their offense might be better, it kind of is the offense. Their car, I like their car, but I still haven't seen him win a playoff game um, as QB. I've only seen him actually play in one playoff game, if I'm not he got, he, got, he got injured before the Texans won a few years ago. Yeah, he got injured during the season. I remember it was uh, Trent Cole that injured him. Um, but, um, but, yeah, I've only seen him play in one playoff game, and he hasn't won one yet. And got to see Josh McDaniels as the head coach of this team. And, I mean, if Derek Carr does have a bad game, let's say, I don't trust their Russian offense to be able to carry the load for them. 
And they have a good defense, not a great defense, I think, can carry them, especially uh, with Gus Bradley now gone. Uh, let's see how that defense uh, is able to produce. Yeah, well, I, I just think they're all around. I think they're all around still a good team. I think I don't think they make the playoffs just because based off how good that division is. But that the, the bottom team in that division is going to have seven wins, at least. At, at least they might seven records. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like they're at least going to have seven wins the bottom team, and that's going to be scary, especially as an AFC team. That's got to be scary. So, I mean. I think any team can compete. I think one of these teams is just going to come out of nowhere and take over. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if the Raiders or Broncos just randomly beat out the Chargers and Chiefs. It's just, it just unpredictable in this division. Now, the one thing I'll say with the Raiders is their O-line isn't very good. Mm-hmm. I don't really trust the O-line. And, I mean, they. I don't know if I necessarily – well, I'll say this. The secondary does concern me. Jonathan Abram can be a bit of an iffy player at times. He is. Um I do like Rocky Steen. He had a big year last year. But they did have Casey Hayward who had a good year for them last year. You know, so uh maybe Rocky Steen's a slight upgrade if even. No. But I don't and they also have Trayvon Morid, who's on tap potential as of right now. And they got Trayvon. Yeah, Tra- and Trayvon they have Mullen. Yep. Yeah, so I mean wait, see the secondary disc give me question marks, it's very young. So okay. that could be good or bad thing. Uh, they got Denzel Perriman, who's a decent linebacker. Um, he's had some good years, but I'm not. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not going to expect the most from him. And obviously, they got a great pass rush. Chandler Jones, who is on a little bit of a decline, but not a major decline so far. Um, after that week one game against Titans, he didn't have his best year. But I expect him to be pretty good against Max Crosby, who is a top five edge rusher probably in football. Um, absolute monster. Um but that's really the concern because they did have Gus Bradley last year, who's a very great defensive line, and he's gone. So I just wonder how they're going to produce defensively this year because they were a bit of a middle of the pack team uh, defensively last year. So that's really my main concern with them. Fair enough. But I, I think I just think they're they're one of those teams that always seems to be in the game. You know what I mean? That they'll win the games that you don't expect them to win last year, beating the Ravens week one. You didn't expect that. I just feel like they're always a team that's going to be competitive, just like the Broncos. They could win any game. They could lose any game. Uh, I would yeah, not I mean, be surprised if the Raiders won the division. I just wouldn't. And, I mean, they made the playoffs last year, and, I mean, nobody really expected them to, even when you go into week 16, right? Uh, yep. They couldn't lose the game. They go against the Colts. I think most people have the Colts pretty much penciled in to win that game. They go ahead and beat them late in the game. Then they have that big game against the Chargers in week 18, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, uh, the Chargers might have blew that game called the timeout. Who really knows? Uh, but either way, timeout or not, Raiders were going to go ahead and uh, make the playoffs, right? Uh, so, I mean, they definitely have a chance to make playoffs like would you be surprised if all four teams made the playoffs? I know that's very hard and very unlikely, yes. but talent-wise, they could. They could. Talent-wise, yeah, but they're not going to. I'll take the odds on that. I just can't see that happening. If that happens, it's deserved, but it's it's rare. Yeah, the, so, only, um, the only thing is maybe if uh, two teams from the AFC South possibly or two teams from the AFC North, but I fully expect three teams in this division probably to make the playoffs. Most likely, but it, it, it's it's completely unpredictable now because you think all these things now, but once that season comes, injuries happen in July, oh, injuries yeah. happen in August, anything could happen. So that's what sucks about talking about it now. But yeah, like look at the Ravens last year, right? 
like they amazing on paper. But Peters, Edwards, Dobbins, Lamar. Who else? Lamar got sick. You don't think he got injured? He got sick, didn't he? He he got injured. He did. Yeah, he didn't miss the whole year, but he got injured, including getting sick. And then you got a someone else got injured. Everyone basically got injured. Yeah, they got the whole year, I think. They had that. They just had that Chargers injury bug. That's what happened. They transferred it to the Ravens. So char- you you remember that Chargers injury bug? They had it for a while. Jason Verrett. I can't name him, but they just had injuries. Go ahead and knock injury. on wood real quick. Come on. Hey man, I, you know I never hope for injuries, but I'm just saying, man, injury bug, man, it's a real thing. All right, so let's go ahead and move on to the NFC West. Now, this might be a little bit easier, but go ahead and rank me the teams uh, power rankings-wise in the NFC West. All right. So, one, I have the Seahawks. I'm <laughs> one, I got the Rams. <laughs> Two, I got the Cardinals. Three, I have the Niners. And four, I have the Seahawks. I thought we were going to have the same thing, but we don't. Not so, having the Niners, too. So, uh, number one, I have the defending champions, uh, Los Angeles Rams. Number two, I got the Niners. Number three, I got the Cardinals. And number four, I have the Seattle Seahawks. Um, so let's start at the top. Defending champs, Los Angeles Rams. When when you really look back at the stats, it's honestly kind of crazy how the Rams won it all last year. Like when you look the way they played the regular season, right? The pass game, the passing game was amazing. Obviously, you had Cooper Cup, offensive player of the year, and Matthew Stafford. But their run game was atrocious last year. With Daryl Henderson, uh, they got Trail. the injury bug though. It's the same thing. They lost Cam Akers they, early. They Nate. did, but even when he came back, Cam Akers didn't necessarily look the best. Obviously, he was, he was recovering from the Achilles injury, and I expect I a much better season from him this year. But still, like when you look at it, right? Let, let me finish this real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, the pass game carried the offense, and even the defense, like their pass defense, was pretty bad. Um, the run defense was good. Uh, they also got a lot of pressure. Um, but they're like a middle-of-the-pack defense, really, for the most part. And then when you include the bad uh, running game on offense, it's kind of crazy that they were the team that won it all. I mean, I, I guess so, but it's it, it just comes down to game by game once it's in the playoffs. Oh, for sure. You, you get that game, beat them. I mean, I'm saying dumb shit right now. It's obvious, but – that's all they had to do, and they had the roster for it. They had uh, the schedule for it. I mean, I thought the Buccaneers would have beat them, but they, they came out and they won the game. End of the it day, they won the game they needed back. to win. Almost a crazy comeback. We ain't going to talk about that, though. The Rams won it, you know? Oh, yeah, but, for sure. <laughs> what I have for the Rams is just as scary as last year. Nothing's changed. If anything, they improved. They added Bobby Wagner, a top five linebacker in the NFL. They Don't make that face. Bobby Wagner is not a top five linebacker in the NFL. Oh God, you keep saying that. He was third in tackles last year. I I don't care about the tackles. Okay, well we'll get in that. That's you're just making videos for it. It's great. Bobby Wagner, top ten linebacker in the NFL. You don't if you shot Nate, shake your head at that. You're getting muted. Okay. They added Allen Robinson to replace Robert Woods. Technically Odell Beckham, whatever you want to say. Both injuries uh, happened to them. But Allen Robinson, I think, is going to be a big part of the team this year. I, I think – better be. You know, he's going to be. Uh, he's wide receiver, too, in a high-powered offense. He's an amazing route runner. 
He was on the Bears last year. He's going to revive. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't like saying revive his career because he didn't. His career didn't die. The man obviously got paid, but he had a bad year last year. A historically bad year for him. And um, I just think they're going to they're, they're going to be dominant. I think this division got a lot worse this year, and some of the other better teams that they struggled against kind of just stayed the same. Uh, the Cardinals. So it, it's. I, I think it's going to be an easy route for them just to win this division. Uh, uh, opposed to last year when they had two good teams that were contending for a, a, a playoff spot, so I, I think, and they don't have to worry about Russell Wilson anymore. So I, I think they're, I think they're gonna, it's gonna be an easy route for them to win the playoffs or win the division. Yeah, I mean, Al Robinson, like you said, he should be a good addition to them. Al Robinson, Cooper Cup. Al Robinson's a lot younger than I would. Twenty-seven. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Yeah, he's twenty-eight. Okay, I mean, yeah. But, I mean, still, like, it seems like he's been in the league for a while. You think back to Chicago years, all the way back to Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah. Like he's been in the league for a while. But he's still a fairly young guy uh, who should be able to produce for them. Um, obviously, Cam Makers, like we said, coming back from the injury, uh, should be a lot better. They still have Daryl Anderson there. Uh, they drafted Kyron Williams. That's maybe a third down guy for them. Who Kyron Williams is out like, for the year, buddy. He's not out for the year. Yeah, he is. He's out for training camp. He's not out for the year. No, he tore something. Like, he he completely tore something. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure he's I'm pretty sure. Year. I'm pretty sure he's out for the year. I'm gonna look that up real quick. But I mean defense, they lost um they lost Sebastian Joseph Day, who I think is gonna be not a major loss because they obviously have a guy um named Aaron Donald. Who's on, that? You know, just the best player in football. Oh, okay. I never heard of him. But um yeah, maybe you should watch some Rams games, something like that on that least. No, it's pretty, I'm too, I'm pretty too busy good. watching Lions games. Uh well, uh, by the way, he is expected to return in the early stages of training camp. Uh, okay, what did I see then? What did what did what did what, were, what was first report? Because it was something bad about him. I'm not sure. All right. Well, anyways. Um, but, but anyways, I mean, Aaron Donald's just a monster. Mm-hmm. I mean, he almost retired. Uh, I don't know no, why. No, he didn't. Because, because I mean, you watch the Super Bowl. That man absolutely took over that game. Um, then you also got Jalen Ramsey back there. Um, overall, they should be a good team. Probably another, you know, 11, 12 win season for them. Um, and they have a decent chance of being able to go ahead and, uh, bench their title. I personally wouldn't put them as favorites, but I think they have a good chance to come out of the NFC. Don't think there's any like crazy powerhouse team in the NFC. Um, so they definitely have a real chance of that. That is, that, that is true. There's a lot of powerhouse AFC teams, which sucks. So it, it's like, it's they, uh, one thing I want to talk about. They also lost Whitworth. And they also lost um, Darius Williams, who well, was uh, uh, came off a very solid year. But um, one thing I realized about the Rams, I don't know if it's a McVay or coaching thing, but every time they lose players that are good, they end up replacing them with players that you've never heard of, and they end up being just as good, if not even better. Uh, this year, their starting left tackle is Jason Noteboom. Never heard of the guy, but apparently he was decent last year. So he's going to replace Whitworth, and then they have another corner. I can't think of the name right now. I don't. I think he's young though. Uh, that they love. That's going to be across a, a from Jalen Ramsey. They just seem to find talent out of nowhere, and I don't. I, it's got to be a coaching thing, right, or a, a general managing thing. But they they also lost Corbett at the right guard, but they drafted Bruce out of uh, Wisconsin. I think it was from Wisconsin. So they just they're just very good at replacing the talent they lose and yeah. not losing the talent they didn't lose. 
And I think that's really um, a front office thing. They are yeah. known for trading away their draft picks, um, the early draft picks, but they always nail the, their late round picks, their fourth, fifth, sixth mm-hmm. or late round picks. They have a very good track record on, which gives them the ability to go out and trade away all these time yep. picks for these star players. And then when they use their fourth and fifth round picks, they end up being good players. Like they, they're just a, a farm system. Um, but, and another thing, Aaron Donald was not close to retiring. I, you can't convince me he was. I, I just, I'm sorry. The guy at the end of the season said, get me Von Miller and get me Odell and we'll run it back. Right. I'll resi- I'll come back and I'll play. They didn't get any of them. And the guy signed him a contract extension. I just don't believe he was ever going to retire. I'm not saying it was never in his mind, but I just don't believe he was going to. Aaron, no, for some reason you're listening to this, just, just let me 10 bucks. You got you got too much money on that contract. Maybe not. I mean, you're you're worth more than that contract, being honest, but just slide me 10 bucks. Slide <laughs> he does not slide you 10 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, but let's go on. Uh, I'm the team I had second, yet third. Actually, no, 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 no. All right, we'll get back to that. I want to hear why you have the Cardinals. Good. I have them third, yet I'm the second. Arizona Cardinals. So Cardinals, I, I have going two, and it's because it's not because they've gotten better. I just think the Niners have gotten worse, and uh, the, if you look at the Cardinals' offseason moves, they really did nothing. They added Trey McBride in the draft, uh, who was going to back up Zach Ertz. Hollywood. Um, they got Hollywood, I know, but they also lost D-Hop for six games, and I, I, I don't know. I, I, I just think they didn't get much better. And the Niners got worse, in my opinion. So that's why I put them two. And it, the Seahawks aren't really in competition with those teams. We know why. But I, I, it's more of the Niners getting worse than the Cardinals getting better. I think the Cardinals kind of stayed the same. The Rams stayed the same. And the 49ers got a little worse. And the Seahawks got a lot worse. So that's how I ranked them, kind of. Maybe if you can't think of it, but who did the Niners lose? Niners? Their offensive guru... Their offensive mind, they lost Mostert, which who cares? He's never playing for them. Uh, I, I just – they lost Tart, who's kind of buns. But I, I really just think that offensive that – he was with Shanahan forever, McDaniel. I really do think that's going to affect them. I don't care. I just think it's going to affect them. And their, their schedule is kind of easy, but so is the Cardinals. That division's kind of got an easy schedule. Um, but I, I just think they get a little worse. I truly do. So with the Cardinals, Kyler has tend to have some struggles with Diop out. He just has uh, Diop obviously didn't have his best season last year, but that was more due to injury than his actual mm-hmm. play itself. Um, and the one thing with the Cardinals, is they always seem to start off the season hot. They start off on fire, and then midseason they have yep. a collapse. And well, it's, not, it's not even necessarily midseason. They have these flashes throughout the whole season where they're like, wow, this team's the best team in football. I think at one time, point last year, before that, like, I think it was after they lost the Packers because uh, they were undefeated the first five weeks. I was like, this is the best team in football. They, they have, the, like, they're, they're playing amazing. And then they just suck. Like, they lost two blowout games last year to the Lions. And I wrote it down. They lost to the Lions and they lost to the to Panthers by a lot. Like, they just lose bad games. And then they play good teams and they kick their ass. So they're the most confusing team in football, but I think they just stayed the same skill level. What were you saying? Yeah, but I mean, what's it called? I think the struggles have a bit to do with Kyler. I think it has a lot to do with the coach. Uh, 
Kingsbury. I think he's definitely in the hot seat this year. Um, but I don't think they can afford, you know, if D-Hop is out, if they start off slow, how are they going to finish the season this year? Just based off what we've seen season by season, right? They obviously brought in Hollywood Brown, who should be able to help a little bit. Obviously, Kyler and Hollywood have some good chemistry from college. They brought back A.J. Green. Uh, they lost Christian Kirk, although, I mean, replace Christian Kirk with Hollywood Brown. I don't think you're going to get too much uh, worse from that. See how Rondell Moore does. Zach Gertz for the full year. Now Trey McBride at tight end should be able to help. Hey, Zach, um, I'm hearing a video. What was that? I'm hearing a video on your side. Uh, let me – I guess I accidentally turned volume on my TV. Okay. Uh, hopefully you guys didn't hear too much of that. But, um, but yeah, what was it saying? Um, but, yeah, uh, running back-wise, they lost Chase Edmonds, but they brought in Daryl Williams. I think he'll compliment James Conner all right. Although I think James Conner's a bit better as a pass – uh, receiving back than mm-hmm. uh, as a rusher himself. Um, so we'll go and see how that run game is, you know, uh, without Chase Edmonds there. Um, defensively, they lost Chandler Jones, who's going to be a good loss for them. Um, their defense, I mean, doesn't scare me too much, if I'm being completely honest with you. They have Byron Murphy at corner, who I like. Next to them, they have Marco Wilson, who, I guess, wait and see. They got Buda Baker at safety, who's good. Um, they got some potential linebackers, but, you know, I feel like it's more potential than production at this point with their linebacking group. Maybe it's a Simmons or Zayman Collins is able to reach the potential, but it's a wait and see. Their D-line doesn't scare me too much. J.J. Watt obviously isn't defense player of the year level, J.J. Watt. Marcus Golden's decent. Um, but overall, the defense, uh, I don't think it's going to produce at the level it did last year. Maybe I'm wrong on that. Um by not the biggest fan of their defense. And, I mean, the offense, I do have some big question marks with them with uh-huh. how Kyler's played and how the run game might be this year with the Edmonds. Can I say this, man? Uh, it, and it's kind of off topic. It's about the Cardinals, but it, it just seems like they they get the most amazing talent at linebacker, and they just waste it every time. Like, Hassan Reddick, I loved out of Temple. And he didn't do anything until that last year, the contract year. And then now he goes on these other teams, and he's amazing still. Panthers, he was amazing. Like, they just waste talent there. Isaiah Simmons should not be as uh, uh, quiet by any means. He's an unbelievable talent skill-wise. He should not be that quiet. Zayvon Collins, I love Zayvon Collins out of college, out of Tulsa. It seems like you go there and you're just quiet. Unless you're Jordan Hicks, it just gets a shitload of tackles. You just go there and you're quiet. I don't get it. Like, they do not – when they draft linebackers, they don't use them well. And I, I can't put that on the players because it's always the Cardinals. And it's always the Cardinals where they draft these amazing first-round linebackers that are supposed to be goons, and they suck, or are they, they're quiet. It's got to be a Cardinal thing, but I don't, I don't think the linebackers are bad. I don't think Zayvon Collins is a bad player. I don't think Isaiah Simmons is a bust by any means. No. They're just not being used right. I, I – they just don't use linebackers, right? They never have. Yeah, they always drop the same type of linebacker. Seems like Hassan mm-hmm. Reddick, Simmons, and Sam Collins are all very similar uh, the way they uh, they're built, the way they play. Maybe that's the issue. Um, but I mean, Hassan Reddick's more of an edge rusher. But yeah, it's it's like they're both yeah, ex- they're all explosive the players. They try the linebacker basically, and they don't first. work there. They never use them in the right positions. Isaiah Simmons needs to be a box safety. That's what he needs to be. Zabin Collins needs to be your Mike linebacker, which I think they're doing this year because Jordan Hicks is on the Vikings now. But 
Zayvon Collins should have an improved role. He sh- he's a Mike linebacker, and that's where they're probably going to use him this year. But Simmons needs to be a box safety. I think that's where he's going to be amazing. Put Buda Baker at the free. Put Isaiah Simmons at the box strong safety. That's amazing. And I don't know if that's what they're doing this year, um, but they, they should because that's what their skills their skill sets match. And let's move on. Uh, San Francisco 49ers, I have second, and you have third. Now, this is going to be based off of one main thing, in my opinion. You want to say at the same time? All right. Trey Lance. Trey Lance, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, it depends how good he is. I mean, the one thing is, I mean, they are very run-centric offense, and either way, that is going to stay the same because Trey Lance has the ability to run with his legs, and he has the ability to hand it off to Elijah Mitchell. Um, and I think Elijah Mitchell is going to have a really good year this year. I thought he was really good last year. Obviously, still have a pretty good O line with Trent Williams, uh, named 99 overall in Madden today. Mm-hmm. Deserve. Deserve. Um, obviously, you got George Kittle, you got Debo Samuel, who it seems like is going to be there this year. It seems like he's not going to be traded. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, who I like overall, they got a lot of pieces I like. It just depends on is Trey Lance the guy who I believe he is. And like I said, I believe in Trey Lance, so I believe the Niners will be second and should be a playoff team. Jimmy Garoppolo, I think he's a decent quarterback. Not great. I think he's decent, like maybe like borderline top 20 guy. Um, mm. What? I'm not saying he's a good quarterback, but he's a game manager. He's borderline. borderline yeah, he's, he's, he's good at going in the game, getting 150 yards and winning by three points. I, I'm sorry, Jimmy Garoppolo is not top 20 yet. I don't think at least that's but Lance, around that range. Maybe, yeah, yeah. But Trey Lance, it's hit or miss. That's why that's kind of why I put them down there. Because if Trey Lance is good, they're gonna be a very good team. They're gonna be second in that division. Maybe first. You never know. But uh if he's bad, which it's it's all it's more bad than good, you know what I mean? You don't get a lot of hits at quarterback, and when you do, it's rare. So you're higher on Trey Lance than I was. I think he's gonna be decent, but I had Zach Wilson and um Trevor Lawrence over him. But uh it's hit or miss with them. They're, that's why. That's why I agree with you. I think they're either be third or they're going to be fighting for first and second. So uh, that's why I put them there. I, I'm betting on the downfall of Trey Lance more than the upside because it's yeah. it, it's rare. Now Trey Lance did play a few games last year, and I didn't think he looked terrible in those games. The one thing about Trey Lance in those games last year is they were trying to protect him. It looked like they weren't really letting him play, but a couple times you saw them actually just let him be him. I saw some good flashes. I remember there was like a fourth and long situation that he was on the field and they called the play. He is able to create and get the first down. He made some positive, he had some positive plays that I liked. Obviously, like I said, he'll be able to use his legs that Jimmy Garoppolo never be able to. They go with the offense a lot. And I mean, Kyle Shanahan is a great play caller. He has been everywhere he's been at. He's been with Atlanta, with San Fran. Now, you said Mike McDaniel's a big loss. I personally think so. Kyle Shanahan was calling the plays anyways. It will be a loss. But not no. a major loss. No, because, you should. Because they still I, have their play I don't know what you're talking about, Zach. They what? didn't have Mike McDaniel's last year. Mike oh. Mc, Mike McDaniel. All right. <laughs> way. I I just think I I don't think that's going to affect the offense as a whole. He's not a pass game guy. I think that's just going to affect their running game. And you say Elijah Mitchell, they seem to just switch out running backs every year. So I don't know. I, I like Elijah Mitchell. He he got he's a good running back, but they they seem to just never stick to a guy two seasons in a row. You know. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure they're going to with him. 
although, if I'm not mistaken, they did draft a running back again, I think. I, I know they have um, Jeff Wilson still there. Uh, let, let me double check real quick. Did they draft a running back? Rashad White went to the Buccaneers. That's what I thought went there. But, um, oh, no, yeah, they did the LSU uh, guy. David Terry Price. and Davis Price, who had like 250 rushing yards one game last year. Absolutely mm-hmm. absurd. Maybe Trey Sermons, who we thought he could be this year. I don't know what happened last year. They also dropped Danny Gray, who I was a fan of. Um, SMU? Yeah. I was a fan of him coming out of the draft that they drafted. So I'm excited to see if he gets any play time with them. But overall, I mean, we're just talking about the offense. And their defense has always been pretty damn good. Last year, they were third in yards. Uh, they were 10th in scoring. Fifth most sacks. Nick Bose is there, obviously. Uh, is D Ford still there? Did they cut him? D Ford is still there. So they still have him. The one thing with their defense, they didn't produce a lot of turnovers last year. Maybe that changes this year. Um, I don't remember any major. Uh, they, they got Shadarius Ward on the team uh, at corner. Yep. And they still got Jason Barrett. Um, yeah. We'll see if he actually plays full season this year. But um, Knock on wood. Yeah, of course. Uh, Jimmy Ward's decent safety. Um, question mark safety next to him. Uh, maybe George Odom goes there. Uh, uh, no, Tua Fang is going to start. He's going to start? Yes. Next to Jimmy Ward. I, I think he's got upside. I like them at a USC. Uh, Tua Fanga and Jimmy Ward's going to be the starting safeties. They didn't go for Tart and Free, and she sat there for a while. Uh, so I think Tua Fang is going to start. That's strong safety. They, they have one of the maybe best, but one of the best linebackers in football, Fred Warner. Um, obviously, the D line is great. They got Nick Bosa. They signed. Uh, wait, is the Samson Ubacom's been there, right? Yeah, Samson's been there. Yeah. yeah. Um, Eric Armstead, maybe Javon Kinlaw's better year this year. Obviously, was a rookie, but no, he was a second year player last year. Um, they got uh, Drake Jackson from the draft. They, they lost DJ Jones, so they lost DJ Jones, so he should have a bigger role this year. Javon Kinlaw, you know, we like Javon Kinlaw around here, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm pulling for Javon Kinlaw. But overall, I mean, defense is going to be great yet again. It really just is Trey Lance. Because honestly, we probably shouldn't have a second. Like I said, they should probably either be third or first. They're prob- they probably won't be second. Either Trey Lance is going to be amazing or bad. I don't see a middle ground in a sense. I see you on that. Why'd you have him at two then? Uh, be- be- because <laughs> I put him middle ground for him. I put him in the middle ground for him. Um, it then lasts, I mean, the Seattle Seahawks. Um I think if I was them, I might uh, be looking up some CJ Stroud highlights potentially, um, because their QB situation is between Drew Lock and Geno Smith. Um, so I mean, I'd probably be watching some Ohio State games on Saturdays, uh, maybe Bama games or Bryce Young. Um, Ohio State games. Let's make that very clear. Ohio State games is what they need to be watching. Probably. Um, although I'm a pretty big Bryce Young person, but this isn't a college football type yeah, talk. But um, but I mean, the offense last year uh, wasn't very good until the end of the season. You know, Rashad Penny had some pretty big games towards the end of the year. They re-signed him to a decent contract. So I think he's got a big role this year still. I know they drafted Kenneth Walker. Chris Carson, I believe, is still there. Uh, um, that, that's the thing I wanted to talk about. Chris Carson is going to be forced to medically retire before the start of the season. There's there's zero chance Chris Carson plays. That's why they drafted um, Walker, and, that, and that's nothing bad about Chris Carson. It's just they have a history of making their players medically retire. Uh, Baldwin, um, Ricardo Lockett, I think was a choice, but um, it, it's just 
I would. I can't see him playing with that. Uh, I saw the picture of the the screws in his neck. I just I can't yeah. see them letting him touch the field with that. It's just not safe. As much as he loves football, he's already getting paid. He got a contract last year. And I, by the way, shout out to the Seahawks because I think they already knew about that injury before they paid him, and they still paid him. So respect to them. Um, but there's a reason why they drafted uh, Kenneth Walker in the second round this year. Yeah, and I mean, thanks. I mean, I still expect Shop. I need to be the main guy. BC that he really didn't care at the end of the year last year and got paid handsomely for it. Um, and I mean, they still have DK Metcalf. I wouldn't be shocked if Tyra Lockett got traded at least by the trade deadline. He just seems like the the ultimate trade target guy for teams. Um, Drew, I, if I'm them, I'm playing Drew Lock this season. I don't really see the purpose of starting Geno Smith. Because you, you know what Geno Smith is. Hope you can maybe unlock something in Drew Locke. Uh, that would be the route I go. I mean, you do have the receivers. We already talked about DK, who you're going to have to pay. Uh, he'll have he'll probably have Tyler Locke at least to be in the year. Noah Fant came, came across with him from Seattle. Um, the O-line isn't very good. Um, but he does have some weapons to work with. So I give Drew Locke a chance. If not, you'll probably be sitting with a high uh, pick in the draft. Yeah. Uh, so what I said about this team is I think they're in rebuild mode, even though they won't call it that. Pete Carroll will never. Pete Carroll won't call it that. He doesn't like rebuilds. He's he old. He won't. And he can't. I know he can't. You can call. It, you're in the rebuild mode. You can't. You can't rebuild with uh, Pete Carroll. How old is he? Yeah, I know you can't. But like, it's gonna be a quick rebuild the way they drafted this year. Let me tell you that. That was that was the one bright spot I said about them. They they had a very good draft. I liked Walker. I loved Cross. They got Boye Mafia out of Minnesota. And they got Abraham Lucas, who I think is going to be their starting right tackle. I think they both got both of their tackles this year. I think they just need to, need to be bad this year. I need to get that quarterback in this year's draft. Um, but, yeah, there, there's no way of, of even coming in third in this division with Geno Smith or Drew Locke at the helm. Um, it, it just doesn't seem plausible. Um, but, but as far as rebuild mode, they had a very good draft, I think. So future is bright for them. And they got a, a boatload of picks for Russell Wilson. So I believe they have – Two first rounders next year, or yeah, two first rounders next year, because I don't think they have any more after, uh, from other teams. But they, they should be, they should be the fourth team in this division. If they aren't, I'll be very surprised. Yeah, and I mean, here's a question: We just talked mm-hmm. Niners with Trans QB, but they have a backup QB. And I mean, is do they make the rare inner division trade nope. to give Garoppolo to Seattle? Nope. Because I mean. That's really the only spot where I can really see Garoppolo at the moment. Yeah, that's I only mean, that's I agree with you. That's the only plausible spot, especially with Baker going to Carolina. Yeah, um, I mean, there's maybe a few teams that can maybe see like does Cleveland. For example, I was gonna maybe say Cleveland, but I doubt do I doubt they do it honestly. But um, maybe like a Giants possibly. Maybe they try to give Daniel Jones a competition. Yeah. Obviously, they were trying to um, sign Trubisky to give competition. Maybe if they could see. That as a small risk, maybe Houston is like what they see in Davis Mills, possibly. Those are maybe the only other place I can really see. No, maybe, I think maybe if Tua isn't as good as they like, maybe we uh, get him back with Mike Daniel. Uh, re- I, I disagree with all of those. I think the only plausible spot is Cleveland because they, they, if you look at Cleveland, they got a roster, all they need is Deshaun Watson to play, and he's probably not going to. Jacoby Brissett's going to stink it up the first two weeks. They probably will win the first two weeks, so they have they play nobody. But uh, Garoppolo is, like you said, he's better than Jacoby Brissett. 
I think that's the only place that he could possibly go. I can't see the Seahawks giving him a third or fourth rounder just to get Jimmy Garoppolo for a year and pay him. I, I can't see that. I just I can't see that interdivision trade happening, at least for the Seahawks. I'm sure the Niners would be happy doing it, but I think the Browns are the only place possible for Jimmy Garoppolo. I will say, though, Seattle, they had a decent defense last year. They're decent at stopping the run. Their pass defense was pretty awful, though. I mean, um, they have Quandre Diggs back there. Um, Jamal Adams isn't really a coverage guy. He's more of a run-stuffer, blitz boy type guy is what some might want to call him. Blitz but, boy? Uh, yeah, that's the name. I know. He is. That, I agree. The they got Jordan Brooks, though. He's a, he's a bright young star. I like Jordan Brooks. But they, but their pass game, they'll probably get thrown on a lot this year. Um, they got a decent pass rush, though. I will say nothing crazy. No star guys, but they brought in Nuosu from the Chargers, who's a decent guy. Um, they got Shelby Harris from the trade. Um, so they got some decent pass rushers. They have Al Wood still there. Maybe LJ Collier. Way Mafe. Finally you guys keep out. talking about him. Uh, they did draft Boye Mafe, didn't they? Yep. They did. I, really I like love him. Boyamafe. I love Boye Mafe. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, they got some some decent guys. Oh, actually, you know who they have a corner who I like, Tariq Woolen. Yep, and they also got Kobe Bryant, who uh, was an All American last year, I believe, for college. Um, uh, yeah, but I think it was more of a team than him playing. I mean, he was across the field from Sauce Gardner. Yeah, but he used to have got the recognition over Sauce Gardner. Yeah, okay, I, mean, I don't know. I'm not hiring, but I'm not hiring Tariq Woolen either. But they're too. They're too. There's two young guys who yeah. who could have some some potential nonetheless. For sure. So I mean, they're just here to rebuild. Um, don't expect too much from them. Uh, probably will end up with a top five pick, but I mean, that's kind of the goal for them at this point. Try to get your QB the future, because even if you don't finish number one, you have the ammo to go ahead and get yourself CJ Stroud or Bryce Young potentially, or if another guy pops up like a uh, Phil Jacobic or Tyler Van Dyke or someone like that. For sure, no, I, I think that I think that's what they're looking towards, but they definitely won't say it. And Pete Carroll definitely won't think it, so they're in it to win it, but they're not going to win it. So, yeah. All right, you got anything else? That's all I got. Nope. All right. Uh, hope you guys did enjoy this. Um, if you guys are on YouTube, go ahead, comment, like, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you guys are on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, leave a five star rating and follow the podcast. Uh, And that's going to be it. Uh, We'll catch you guys later. See you guys.